Oh, hi. It's me, Cody. Before we get into what is surely a fantastic episode of this podcast, I wanted to promote our Patreon survey, as we are sort of in this interlude phase for the next few weeks before the next season of You. We are sort of restructuring our Patreon and trying to figure out what you guys want and what you don't want and all that fun stuff. So if you're a patron or if you're not a patron, you can fill it out at bit.ly slash ITT survey, all caps, bit.ly slash ITT survey. Yeah, that would be really helpful if you filled it out. It takes like two minutes, super easy, and it'll be in the description as well. Also, if you're not a patron already, consider being a patron of this podcast. You get a lot of cool stuff, like bonus content. We do a bonus show every single month where we just talk about good stuff. We talked about Bon Appetit and The Good Place and Glow and so many other stuff that's just there for you. You can also get shout outs on every podcast, early episodes, all that fun stuff. So that's it. Great. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. What if we were the angels? Hear us out. McGee, if you want to come back, (laughs) we're ready. We're here for you. I don't know that we... Here's the thing that I'm afraid of. If we say McGee three times, what happens? (laughs) I hope he appears in my bedroom and, like, over-sexualizes me. Oh, God. That's the goal. I mean, that's that's more likely than one would think, I feel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the best case scenario is that, like, Lucy Liu just shows up and, like, does that teacher thing from the first <laughs> movie. It's like, yeah, what's okay. happening? So if Lucy shows up, I'm going to log off from this podcast. <laughs> that's the only thing that you should do. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, that's just your human right, you know? Right? Yeah, I know. Are we? Have we started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say technically we've started. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yes. Just an yes. Welcome to intro. the Welcome to the Into the Lucy Lou podcast. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, thank ins- you for having me for Into <laughs> yeah. the Lucy Lou podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're I mean, we wanted of- an expert. <laughs> Truly. Okay, if you want an expert, I can talk about lesbian paintings of Lucy Lou for an hour. Hell yeah. That's yeah, that's why I thought that's why we brought you on, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I think instead of talking about the 2019 version of Charlie's Angels, we should instead just talk about Lucy Liu's filmography. Um, I think that would be a better use of our time. Right. Um, not a bad idea. Not the worst idea we've had. Actually. When we have time, actually, Lucy Liu has a six-episode TV show also starring Miranda Otto that got cancelled after six episodes and it's like Sex and the City but like more woke and woke in quotes by woke I mean like there's a person of color Lucy Liu and there's a bisexual right. character that's all the woke it is 
And oh, wow. it was during the 2008 writer's strike and it got canceled. And it is the most absurd show <laughs> of all time. I need that in my life, I think. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that existed, actually. Yeah, yeah I do. Anyway, welcome to Into the Twilight. This is <laughs> not usually a podcast about Lucy Liu, but sometimes. Sometimes, though. Um, we got a special guest, Delara, from Much Ado About Cinema, and also Twitter. Yes. <laughs> and just being a person in this world, and a delight. Yes, it is here. I. Thank you for having me. <laughs> We're so glad that you have brought your extreme expertise to the yeah. space today yeah sure <laughs> it's so valuable for us yeah. we usually start off with me asking cody how the fuck are you but Delara, i'll start with you first today how are you doing i'm doing good i'm uh i have my jewel in one hand <laughs> Great. and yes. a pale ale beer in the other and i'm ready to discuss Charlie's Angels and Kristen Stewart, and most importantly, the depression sequence from New Moon. <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited for us to be able to get there. That's fantastic. Yeah, I that is I've never like felt someone vibing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you are just exuding vibes right now. Oh yeah, I am it's, literally it's just vibing with this just podcast vibing. right now. <laughs> No phones in sight, no technology no. in sight. We're definitely not recording this at all. Just vibes. Yeah, just it's some vibes. just some gal pals talking about gal pals. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, Cody, how the fuck are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I just had a big old bowl of chow mein, so I'm feeling oh, damn. great. Damn. Thank you. That sounds good as hell. That's, that sounds good. Yeah, that's great. Can you just like baby bird a little bit? Into me. <laughs> I'm so hungry. That sounds yeah, so good. Just do a little spit. This is something that we do with all of our guests. Um, but since you were almost telling us when we were not recording and I yelled at you to stop, um, can you please tell us your relationship with Twilight? What is your backstory with the Twilight Saga? Okay. Here we go. So I was in high school. Either like first year or second, I think second year of high school. Anyway, I went to the bookshop, saw Twilight uh, in the bestseller section, and it had the movie poster, even though the film had not came out yet. So it was about to. Anyway, so what I did is I bought the book. I finished it in a day, as one does. Mm. And then everyone in my high school was like, oh, what are you reading? I'm like, this is like a super cool book. Like, uh, you guys should like totally read it. I was not talking like this because I was in Turkey. I was talking Turkish, but like this was the sentiment, you know. Sure. <laughs> and then here comes the embarrassing part. I was an admin on a Harry Potter forum. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes dude. <laughs> And not to brag, but this was like the biggest Harry Potter website on Turkey. Like, Damn. no bragging, Fuck. but just saying. Please brag. Just yeah. And yes. so they were thinking about like starting a Twilight website. So through there, I met some people who were like super into Twilight. And we all went to see the film. A group of 15 people. All girls, all in high school, on the first day of Twilight. 
And from there on, my life has changed forever. And after the second <laughs> film, after the second film, I became one of those awful people who are like, oh my god, Twilight is like so lame. Kristen Stewart cannot act. And because, yeah. you know, I was trying to be cool. But yeah. I still saw all the films on the same day and told everyone that I was doing it for the jokes. Sure. Yeah. So, and since then... I have been a huge Kristen and Edward fan. Not Edward Robert. <laughs> his legal Christian name. Yeah, his legal Christian name, Edward. And yeah, I just rewatched it like two weeks ago, the whole thing in one night. So, oh my God. That's, wow. That's my history. And yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Yeah. Thank um, you for letting me share the story. It has literally been my dream for no no joke a decade now. Like every time that I see people on Twitter being like posting their photos of like 2009 to 2019, I just want to post like me in my fucking Team Edward shirts. Oh my like, god! And just the same photo of me from 2009 to 2019. Like it's been a goal of mine for the past decade to just talk to people about Twilight. And so the fact that I get to just like discuss it with you is is very cool. I love it a lot. Yes. So thank you for being honest and being able to like share. Actually, the um, fan fiction I was going to bring, I looked for it everywhere, but I wrote a fan fiction when I was in high school about Twilight. Oh my god. And I looked for it everywhere and I couldn't find it and I feel very sad. I think I'm sure you probably did a lot of digging to try and not make it visible to the public, so Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. What was your story about New Moon that you wanted to bring to the space? I feel like Kristen Stewart in that shot where, like, the camera is turning around her and she's, like, super duper depressed because, like, Edward left her. I think, like, <laughs> I don't want to offend any listeners, but Orson Welles himself could rise from the grave and try to do that shit and he would fail sure yeah like i'm sure when scorsese was talking about superhero films he was thinking twilight new moon like that scene that's cinema right yeah. absolutely yeah that's that's a whole m mood right there absolutely um i'm glad that that is a a moment in cinema that really resonates with you because when we're thinking about our our current events here it's a very special day in history when we are recording this for new moon yes. specifically the the 10 year anniversary when the the movie came out and cody when you were we were discussing this a little bit earlier um there's a, a specific graphic of <laughs> that was posted about new moon um <laughs> that you brought to my attention do you want to discuss that a little bit I, listen, I don't want to, like, weave conspiracy theories on the podcast or anything, but I do think that someone at Ficklefish Films is listening. <laughs> I think so, too. I think, and I think they're, like, taking our constructive criticism, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're listening, which I appreciate, uh, because, I don't know, Delara, if you're familiar with the Ficklefish Films Twitter account, it's a nightmare. You don't want to go on there. <laughs> but it's really the, like, only Twitter presence of, like, Stephanie Meyer and the production company, of stuff because like Stephanie Meyer personally doesn't really do Twitter or most social media, uh, but she'll just go off on Ficklefish films. <laughs> and As she should. 
Yeah, that's her right. You know, she should do that. Um, but we noticed over the last few weeks that whenever there was like a big anniversary or something, they would post a graphic that just like didn't make sense with like the Twitter aspect ratios. So like it would just be like a square and you wouldn't see like it'd be all this text and it, you can't read a damn thing reading it. It's a nightmare. But this one for this new moon 10 year anniversary, they did it. They did a good one. They did it right. And I, I just think they're listening. I was very proud. So Stephanie... Come on anytime. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> Whenever come on down. Let's let's make it happen, baby. Come on. Come on, Stephanie. I would shit my pants. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If I would shit my pants because I've said so many regrettable things about <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. But yeah. you know, you right. absolutely know that my mercurial ass, that if she got on the podcast, I would completely just, like, swap over and be like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, I'm so <laughs> glad that you're here. Just, like, host mode, even yeah. though, like, her writing is trash. <laughs> like right. We lose just, like, all of our journalistic integrity over the last, that we've hardened over the last three years of, like, criticizing things. Oh, yeah. You know, even I would. Like, right. even though I'm now hosting this podcast, like last week yeah. when I was rewatching <laughs> Twilight, I was like, why does this last film has so much like pro-life bullshit? But if I met yep. Stephanie, I would be like, you were so right to say that, baby. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, really, she like... could get away with anything, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd all just let her. Also, yeah, I it's... have a question for you guys, which is that. I have realized recently that Twilight account on Twitter is still active for some, like someone oh is God, running yes, it. Yes. Yeah. And what I realized is New Moon is usually known as the film with like Jacob. Yes. And yeah. the animated like gift that they posted to celebrate yeah. the 10th anniversary of New Moon does not have Jacob in it. <laughs> no, they, they have an interesting relationship with Jacob Black on that Twitter account. It's very interesting to me. First of all, I want to know who runs that Twitter account, first of yeah, all. Yeah, for sure. Because they they are somehow, like, they're not, like, with it, but they do keep up with, like, the memes that are on there. Yeah. Um, so I, I just want to know, I would rather get the person that runs that Twitter account on the podcast before anyone that's on the cast. Because it's like, I just want to know what they know. <laughs> I just right. want to know. I want to um, know if there's like a big, like if there's one person who runs Twitter accounts for all the films that are like no longer playing and just does all the work for them. Right. Yeah. There, I have a lot of questions. Because there are, that Twitter account, like just the at Twilight has still has over a million followers. Oh my god. Right. It's nuts. It is. It's so wild. And so I'm just like, I don't how many people still follow that and don't realize that they're following it? I just I wanna know the analytics on that for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of questions. As you should. Uh, I I I do. I have a lot of questions. Um before we get into our Charlie's Angels discourse, we should probably talk about the actors on actors thing. Yeah, because last week, when by the time we recorded last week, only the Robert and Jenny Lowe one came out. So this week, right, we have 
We just had the promo. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I've watched it. And Cody, have you watched it? I only watched the clip about the hands. <laughs> only about the hands. <laughs> okay. And Delari, you watched it. Uh, I did not watch the full thing yet, though I regret it. But I did also see the thing about the hands. Okay. And like the gun. Yeah. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. I don't know if, it, if it's the same clip, but I have also it is. seen that. Yeah. Weird thing, folks. That the clip that they posted on Twitter that happens within like the first five minutes of that <laughs> like forty minute clip. <laughs> How, where can they go from there? What, That's they, a great question. Do they just unravel their minds? Do they, like, they what do. happens over the course of 40 minutes? They do. One, this was the, my first Actors on Actors that I've ever watched. And I am obsessed with the format. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's it really is. Good. You should definitely watch. I don't know if you're into Adam Driver, but there is one with Adam Driver and uh, Michael Shannon. Oh, that God. is literally insane. So good. They all are so interesting. So I found it interesting because Casey and Shia were both child actors. Yeah. And so they both have that platform to kind of jump off of. And so they get into their childhood trauma, like, right off the bat. <laughs> and, Instantaneously. Yeah. And so Shia kind of, like, leads this interview. And I don't know if it was unintentional, but he just kind of does. He's like, all right, I'm going to take over. And Chris is like, okay. Um, and it's... I, I'm just saying, we I watched it while I was making breakfast this weekend, and it was wild. Where a couple of times, my boyfriend Chris and I looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck is this? Like, But it was, it was definitely worth a watch. I don't know how to properly put it into words other than it was just exactly like the clip. Exactly just bonkers. Just the clip for like 50 minutes. Just for 50 minutes, yes, of just, you wouldn't imagine it to be at that level, but it was. I yeah. love that for them. I just, like, I feel like yeah. they're a great pairing for that actors yeah. on actors thing. They seem Absolutely. like they'd be good friends. Yes. Um, there's a part where Kristen Stewart talks about the fact that she, in the middle of the night in Los Angeles, will roam around to people's neighborhoods to steal fruit. To make, like, what? fruit pies with. And so if you can just imagine Kesu, like, roaming around people's yards. Yeah. and <laughs> Just uh, snooping. Just snooping. Like a fucking raccoon. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, if there were any, like, current celebrity that would, I would compare to a raccoon, it would for sure be Kesu. It would definitely be Kristen Stewart. Like, yes. just snooping around... You just wake up in the middle of the night, have to chase her off with a broom, like, get (laughs) off my yard. I mean, let's not act like you would chase off Kristen Stewart with a broom. Like, let's be honest here. (laughs) No. No, Just like how we can't say no to Stephanie Meyer. (laughs) Those walls still come back up with Kristen. No, I definitely wouldn't say no. (sighs) I'll be honest. (laughs) All right. I won't lie. <laughs> okay. I love this Fine. character. You got me. 
We got you. I, you got me. You got me, okay? I don't know what to tell you. You got Allie me. is short-circuiting. This is like just an expose. Yeah, we're watching a human being just combust in real yeah. time. I don't like this intervention, all right? Listen, leave me alone. So we have so much to talk about with Charlie's Angels. Hell yeah. There's so, where do we start other than the, do we start with the downfall and go from there? Like, where do we even, where do we go? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, um, I guess, like, the fact that it bombed is, like, the the most recent of- That's the, true. So it's a good starting off point. <laughs> right, because it's not it is. so hot, y'all. Uh, we told all of you to see it to prepare for this episode- that's true. And y'all flopped, maybe. Maybe some, whatever. But collectively, as a nation, we flopped. <laughs> I mean, I would say even I flopped on that front. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think That's that was fair. entirely your fault. Yeah, that was not my fault. I showed that at wrong AMC, and that was AMC's <laughs> fault, not mine. <laughs> yeah, fucking big AMC is, has something against Kristen Stewart. <laughs> exactly. That's what I said. Right. Corporate conspiracies. <laughs> fucking man. <laughs> yep, it goes all the way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't do so great. Didn't do such a great opening weekend. The weird thing about this, too, when I was looking at a lot of responses, I saw a lot of people being like, I didn't see this advertised until I was in theaters. And mm-hmm. I felt the exact opposite. And maybe it right. was because they had my fucking number. And were like... <laughs> This person is going to see this movie. But I felt absolutely inundated with advertisements for this movie. Right. Yeah, because it wasn't even, I mean, our our own personal, like, online spaces are definitely probably skewed more towards who this would be targeted to. But, like, I saw posters, I feel like, and billboards and stuff kind of everywhere. But I guess if you're not, like, in, you're not, like, a fan of Kristen Stewart and, like, you don't really know anyone else in the movie, then maybe it's not something you really think about. Right. I don't know. I feel like they were really pushing for it. Well, I think this is the second time this year that, like, Sony's kind of done this right, where they had Men in Black, and it was just kind of like, uh, what happened? <laughs> this is supposed to be our thing. And whoopsie, we right. left it. I feel like I saw so many ads. Cause, yeah. So, like, on the one hand, I see so many ads for every film, because... This is sounding sort of like an AMC ad, but like I have a list, so like so I go I. there three times a week, and I saw a lot of Charlie's Angels ads. Right, yeah. Also on YouTube, every video yeah. had a Charlie's Angels ad with it. But I think the problem was that even though there were so many ads, I wasn't sure when it was coming out. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I will say it did sneak up on me. That's like it true. Came a lot sooner than I thought it was because I was thinking like winter, like solid winter, end of the year kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I so I have a list too, and it was constantly promoted there. But I agree. Like in my YouTube advertisements, there were tons. I we've mentioned on the podcast before that there were Pinterest ads for it. There were tons of YouTube ads for it, and again, it's probably because of demographics, right? That they had tons like they had my number for that too um but i yeah i saw a lot of people citing the lack of advertisements and that definitely was not the case for oh no it was not and the same same for men in black like that was completely advertised for me and it was just a shitty movie yeah right 
I'm going to be honest with you. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> you do not need to see it. Yeah. It's kind of the same where it's like, and I think it, Men in Black does this less successfully than Charlie's Angels, where it's just like the hashtag girl boss, like feminism <sighs> kind of thing, in a way that's like just kind of thrown in there without really utilizing it any, or doing anything with it that's interesting. Like the whole, like Men in Black is just like, you're a woman? <laughs> Like, and you're also a spy? Like, it's that's it. Oh my also, god, that's insane. You're a woman and a spy. That's, like, so hot. But, you know, worth it for Tessa Thompson in a suit carrying big guns, big space guns. Right. But that's I, kind of it. it. It grows old after, you know, the first ten minutes of that. <laughs> I think the only thing that Men in Black had, it, had going for it is that first trailer was amazing. It was. Because of Fergie only. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. And yep. it was like, and it was like fantastic. You had London Bridge. You brought back the nostalgia. Yeah. Everyone was talking about that. Right. And then, and it nothing. was cut so well. Like you know, yeah. it was exactly it was like Suicide Squad level of incredible trailer cutting and editing. Right. It was. It. I was hyped for a film that yeah. I never thought about again. <laughs> and. Then it didn't deliver. and But with the Charlie's Angels trailers, that was not the same way of like... Oh, no. No. The music was not there. So... Yeah, I still can't believe they made that their lead song. It's a bad song. It's so bad. I tried and listening exactly. to it today, and um, I had to give up. Yeah, it's bad. Really. I have no idea what's who's singing what, and like why these <laughs> group of people who have nothing yeah. in common... Right. Three, like, you know, talented in their own right musicians that make no sense together in any capacity. No. And it's a yeah. mess. It's a mess. Well, and I think that's how it comes out with both trios, right? Is that it's clear that they had ideas that they were going to get higher profile actresses mm -hmm. for, well, and, you know, artists for both. And they didn't, and they were like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? Yeah. And so they settled with what they could get. And it, you know, it played out shitty in their favor, which is a bummer. Plus the fact that it's Elizabeth Banks, and she put herself, her fingers in the whole thing. In all, all of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Just I remember seeing the trailer and seeing the name Elizabeth Banks like five times on that screen. I was like, this is gonna <laughs> right. fucking suck. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, Pitch Perfect, not, I mean, it's Pitch Perfect, right? But, like, when she got her hands in it, it's like, ah, okay. So, to have her four times, I think it is, because it's yeah. directed, produced, screenwriter, written Sorry. by yeah. and starred. So Jesus, <sighs> yeah. Like at least not star in it, apocalypse. you know. Like at right. least like live something out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's rough. I was interested by the starring cast in this though, because because even though there wasn't like major star power behind it cuz Casey's great right um yeah. but i saw a lot of people like when i was reading the articles about it um there was a lot of flack of like maybe they should have done this earlier when she was still having her like snow white and the huntsman popularity and i was like why does everyone keep bringing that up like it wasn't that big of a deal <laughs> let it go um but i i don't know i feel like naomi scott is like 
getting there because yeah. she just yeah. had Aladdin. But I yeah, don't but like, know. Did anyone? I mean, like I saw Aladdin, and when I saw Charlie's Angels trailer, I had no idea that was the same person. Oh, interesting. I thought it was like this one looks familiar. I'm sure I've seen her somewhere, but like I couldn't figure out where it was. Oh, interesting. Um, but I didn't. I think Ella is like brand new. Yeah, I think so, to yeah. movies, right? Um, but most of the like secondary ca- characters are like famous. Um, because the. One, I found it so confusing watching this that the Bosley is like a title, but it's also like their names. Yeah. <laughs> the British Bosley that died was like a famous actor. Yeah. Um, Patrick Stewart. Well, yeah. So Patrick Stewart was one of the Bosleys because Elizabeth Banks is one of the Bosleys. And then um, <laughs> is it, I think it's, I think his name, oh, I'm forgetting it now. Um, I think it's. Digimon or oh yeah I forget his last uh, name but yeah Digimon yeah um because he was in it too and then also because this fucked me up when I saw him in there but Finnick was in the movie but like the oh, thing wow. is I had no idea that those people including like Patrick Stewart were in the movie from the trailers like oh, if right. you, unless you're the kind of person who checks out IMDb, which for I usually do, but for this one I didn't. Um, yeah. Like you would have no idea that those people were in the film, right? So they're not really like promoted, right? No, they're not. Really no, they're not. And it's not like you know some of those are like not. I feel like there are like no stars in this film, as in like there there is no one who is like a. A-list star power besides like Patrick Stewart and like right. Kristen. There's no one super famous. Yes. Unless you are a Phoenix Dan like I am and you just <laughs> are crying about Sam Claflin and you don't know why because he looks completely different and also he's this like douche developer for that like magnet company or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> that was supposed to be, yeah. Yeah, it's just like yeah. this is a rock that has all the power. <laughs> yeah, it's this like electric rock and also my name is Alex Brock and it's like, "All right, can you just like <laughs> chill out? Yeah. Who Let's are take you?" Let's take a step back from the screenplay and think this through. <laughs> right, it's exactly. something no one said. Yeah, so this movie was a lot yeah definitely not the og one and definitely not like the mcg ones that's for sure yeah but i i don't know about you all but i didn't hate it it's not good right but i didn't hate i mean i watched it for kristen stewart i'll be honest yeah no i think i was like i was charmed by it for sure like i left it being like i had fun for the most part, and I think they all had fun for the most part making this. And I right. think we all just had a good time just looking at our girls <laughs> in fun <laughs> costumes, in beautiful wigs and dresses, and doing some weird fight choreography, and cracking some jokes sometimes. And I yes. think that was great. Yeah, like, yeah, why I- must the film be good? Isn't it right. enough? 
<laughs> to just sit in a theater and watch some beautiful woman kick ass. Right. Because that, that's what Charlie's Angels is supposed to be, right? Like, this whole history of this franchise has just been, like... I mean, obviously starting off with, like, exploitative roots, right? But, like, you know, have gotten campier and campier over the years and, like, you yeah. know, have changed with social norms or whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, it's just, like, hot women fighting, doing spy stuff, and right. having fun. Yeah, but I felt like... In this one, like, I had fun, for sure, mm-hmm. because Kristen, and, like, right. <laughs> I'm yeah. gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I felt like, so I haven't seen the originals, but I have seen uh, the ones with Lucy Liu, like, yeah. ten times. <laughs> and Lucy, Drew, and, uh, of course, Cameron. I don't want to, like, exclude them. And I feel like those had an energy that was just completely different and more lively and they just had like a certain style to them while this feels like a very calculated yeah it does feel like it takes itself a little more seriously and a little too seriously to what to be as fun as it like it should be exactly and i think what was really cool about the the mcg ones were like that there's that that energy like you said because they're like from the start like best friends forever that kind of like camaraderie and shit yeah whereas with the new one they like are all kind of they don't know each other and are like building up to this like long-lasting friendship and stuff that's not like super developed or earned really by the end of it but like we don't really get to have a lot of fun in the meantime of them just like doing girls like doing fun crimes and kicking ass and whatever yeah yes, exactly like yeah. having that yeah. kick like you know how would they would just jump and be mid-air for five <laughs> right. minutes oh my god and like yeah. throw a kick like i wanted to see that because yeah that's charlie's angels baby <laughs> mm. that's it yeah. baby and like that, yes. I think that like early 2000s fashion mm-hmm. is just, I don't know if people are going to think about this Charlie's Angels like years later and be like, oh my God, this like 2019 fashion is so funny. But like, that's how I see the Charlie's Angels now, like the early versions, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. that incredible fashion <laughs> and the colors. Yeah, I will say there are some good looks in this one though. I liked the looks in this like one a the lot. The party scene, there's like oh, yeah, the that's end good. where they're just like all wearing these sparkly dresses. It's so good. It's so good. It is. And it makes a lot more sense. In the trailer, I was like, how the fuck are they all having a coordinated dance? And now it makes a lot more sense because they're all angels. Right. Yep. Oh. Okay, and so, so I mean, I think I'm under the um, like the opinion that every movie should have a flash mob <laughs> sequence in it. Yep, All definitely. Right. Well, I think that makes for a good film. <laughs> you know, there is it... nothing better than a random musical dance scene in a film. It doesn't matter which film. Like, yeah. it could be any film. It'll make it sure. better. Yeah. It was just so stressful in the trailer because I didn't understand. But now, <laughs> it's so now stressful. it makes sense. 
<laughs> Why are they moving at the same time in the same way? I hate it. This is insane. How are they doing that? <laughs> well, because it's just like, I don't, I know that Kristen Stewart, like, why is she dancing? Why are they making her dance? <laughs> but now I know, now I know her character and it's like, oh, okay, she doesn't give a fuck. Like, she's fine. It's okay. Yeah. So, that's, I, I feel better. I feel better about that. Um, can we talk about Sabina, Kristen Stewart's character, please? Hell and yeah, thank we can. you. Yes. Um, because this Italian woman <laughs> is a masterpiece. <laughs> a masterpiece of crime who wears so many wigs. Yeah. <laughs> as she should. But is. Right. As she should. But they're like. One, they're wigs, and we get to talk about their wigs, which is so different than anything that we've had to watch from Case 2. <laughs> which changes things. Yeah. I just, I just want to say, because the fact that this starts off, it starts off in Rio. Okay, so I, just a little behind the curtain. I, as soon as I text, I got out of the movie, I texted Cody and was like, this is very similar to the Twilight Saga. Because <laughs> as I was watching this movie, I was making a list in my head of all the similarities that this movie has to the Twilight Saga. And there are many, which I will delve into Allie has after. just pulled up a PowerPoint. <laughs> We're all I, I have, she should. I have the clicker in my hand. First of all, Keisu in this movie, her name is Sabina. Sabina is an Italian name. Keisu in the Twilight Saga. Her name is Isabella, an Italian name. Conspiracy? I think not. Oh, is this how oh it God. starts? Is this the foundation for your fucking thesis? Then, oh no. Just hear me out. You just might not trust me her, now. Okay. I yeah, I got. I'm sorry. You I'm might judging. think. Go ahead. You might think I have a tin hat, but I'm telling you, this leads somewhere. Okay. Then, I'm the movie you. starts out in Brazil. Rio de Janeiro, specifically. You know where Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1, the honeymoon starts? Rio. Rio de Janeiro. So, I'm just saying, there are connections. Yep. There are. This goes deep, you okay? guys. It's, there, it's all connected. All I'm saying is that Elizabeth Banks has watched all the movies, and there are connections here. Yeah, She's invested in the Kristen Stewart cinematic universe and keeping that whole thing intact. <laughs> so, Sabina, we find out, one, has done a lot of crime. Um, <laughs> there's, like, a, there's a part in the movie, too, where we get to see, like, all of the crime that she's done, and there's, like, Grand Theft Auto on there, and, like... Breaking entry. There's like a whole bunch of different crimes on there, which is like hell yeah, yeah. It's and sick. there's a part when they get into their like safe house, and she's talking about all of her abandonment issues, which is like one a mood, <laughs> and two, Bella has abandonment issues, which is like not a big deal, but also more connections. Right. So sure, sure. then. When they meet um, Elena and they're fighting off that scary uh, assassin, what is Sabina driving? She's driving a motorcycle. 
It's yes. all connected, folks. I'm telling you. Wait, how is the motorcycle connected? Because, and I'm so glad that you asked, <laughs> Bella drives a motorcycle in New Moon. Okay, but a lot of people do drive a motorcycle. <laughs> like, I'm not trying Delora, to, like, if you shit on your theory. It will, <laughs> it will disintegrate so quickly. Okay, I'm going to take it back. My red strings <laughs> are unfathomable. They're too powerful. I'm, I'm to sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to like shit on your thing or like yeah, I I completely I cannot drive a motorcycle, so you're certainly right. Neither can I. My <laughs> second to last thing is when Sabina fights, there's a thing that she does and it's it's Kaysu's thing, but it's also Bella's thing. She does this grunt when she gets like stressed that is exactly Bella's vampire grunt when she's like <clears throat> named my daughter after a Loch Ness monster thing and it's it just like sends me <laughs> and then the last thing is that when Sabina gets hurt after the uh, house gets blown up because Patrick Stewart is a wrecking monster who doesn't care about his community um, Case Stewart is in a hospital bed and Bella was in a hospital bed once there again, <laughs> not the so. shit on your thing at all. <laughs> My red strings are unfathomable. You know what? I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let you have this moment. <laughs> it's all she has. <laughs> she needs yeah. You're 100% correct. And there is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Someone in the writer's room has watched Twilight. And I can pretty much guarantee that. And that's a guarantee. <clears throat> yep. That's an into the twilight guarantee, folks. <laughs> that's yep. right, baby. <laughs> that is something I can guarantee. Yep. What were your favorite moments from the movie? Not the sound like a complete dyke. Uh, can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can say it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Not the sound like a complete dyke, but um, one of my favorite scenes was like when Kristen Stewart as is at like a gym, and she steals a guy's card, and she's wearing shorts. Yeah. And then, just as she's leaving, a woman walks in and she checks out the woman. And yeah, um, I'm a bit emotional talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> and. You know, I hate to objectify women, and this is totally not male gaze, uh, but I will fucking die for her, <laughs> like, not to overreact, but I would sacrifice my firstborn just to have Kristen Stewart wear those shorts and look at me like that. Like, sure. no offense, yeah. no homo, but... <laughs> Don't even get it twisted, okay? Yeah, like, <laughs> please do not misunderstand what I'm saying here. No homo, but uh, <laughs> can she please hold my hand? <laughs> that's perfect, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's my uh, contribution. Yeah, that's beautiful. Cody? Yeah, that's great. Um, I think we've just been talking about Casey, but I will say Casey's really good in this. Like... She's so funny. Right. That, that's, I mean, that's what I was basically going to say is that, like, 
There's yeah. Some, since over the last few years, she's kind of been doing her like indie darling situation, which is great, and she's been doing some good art stuff, and that's great. But like, this is the but, like fuck art. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> actually. Um, <laughs> fuck films. Um, but this is like the first time in a since uh, Snow White and the Huntsman, I guess, since she's been Sorry. in a pretty big mainstream thing, and also as like a pretty comedic lead. Which I think is right. a really, like, good thing we should start giving, like, those roles we should start giving her more of. Because she's so fucking funny. She has these just, like, little physical, like, qualities that are just, like, so adorable and delightful and so funny. Like, there was so many times where she's just, like, pointing at herself when people are talking about her. And it <laughs> just, like, it sent me. I was just, like, I was, it was so good. Yeah, yeah there is a lot of her Aries energy definitely came through. <laughs> in this uh-huh. yeah like there's so many times where there's i remember like in one of the earlier scenes in the movie when she's like put on watch at the top of that staircase and she's just like staring at the dogs right. when she's supposed to be working and it's yeah. like what the fuck are you doing or like when they she has to like distract the cameras or something so she just starts doing a dance yes <laughs> the of the thing. it's so good she just like the yeah. way that she just utilizes her body for humor is fucking so choice yes also shout out to that one scene where elizabeth banks a mentions birdman for no reason <laughs> no and also of course th- breaks a phone just with her bare hands that was pretty <laughs> sick <laughs> that was pretty cool yeah i think also one um, of like my favorite moments were like these little moments where she's like you know um the smart one who graduated from MIT is telling something scientific and Kristen's Kristen's character is like guesses it and she's like yeah I know things (laughs) and I'm like those little moments were so perfect and I felt so so, like I related to her you know I'm like yeah "Yeah, I am also a fellow dyke who doesn't know anything and acts like (laughs) she knows things and that felt really bad movies can be really personal <laughs> <laughs> they should have given her more comedy lines yeah which i never thought i would have said right but they should have um my favorite scene of the movie unsurprisingly is when they're on the boat um and she looks at the little girl and is like do you want to touch elena <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And then there, those three women are just like cuddling on the boat, and it's like, what the fuck is this? This is a real movie. <laughs> this is real. Yeah, like Elena's passed out, pr- basically unconscious. <laughs> it's like, hey kid, you want to touch her? <laughs> like she might be yeah. dead. Who knows? <laughs> There's Who knows? no way of knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this is completely unrelated, but can we talk about the fact that Altoids, TM, 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 <laughs> are, like, a major through line throughout this movie? Yeah, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> I wish Why? the listeners of this podcast could see that I have one on my desk at Whoa. this moment. Whoa. Yes. Are they real Altoids, or are they, the like, the tranquilizer Altoids? <laughs> oh, no, they are real. Or are they? Well, think about it. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't put it past you to be an uh, angel, so. (laughs) I 
don't know why I laughed like that. That was a really no, it was very good. That was a really fake age of laugh. But yeah, I love them. I I go I go to Trader Joe's all the time and get them from there. They're super oh good. <laughs> so as someone that I've I remember having Altoids when I was super young. Do either of you remember the Altoid Sours? So I cannot oh. do that because I'm not American. I moved here oh. a year ago and we do yes, not have maybe. them in Turkey. So I I'll shall just, not be answering. I will sh- I will show you a picture right now. They were my favorite. They were my crack growing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, there's a petition to bring them back. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> Are you leading this caucus, Natalie? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, I you love can how buy you them. casually said, like, oh, there's a petition that I never heard of. <laughs> I just found them on a used for sale website, as if that's not the sketchiest thing I've ever seen. Oh, please do not buy um, old ass Altoids <laughs> from the I'm internet. I'm going to buy these. <laughs> I'm going to buy these right now. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> I have to continue this podcast alone because Allie died by eating rancid Altoids. Yeah, I just wanted I to say, in case she dies, I'm willing to take over. Oh, for, done. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to add these to the podcast link so you can see the kind of... Just just imagine how those would rip up the roof of your mouth. Oh, this just... shit was my shit. I know exactly. Yeah, yes. let me see. Oh, okay. We had something similar, and uh, this is a crime against humanity. And your tongue, <laughs> basically. Yeah, this is this ain't it, you guys. Oh, Damn. but it was it though. Mm, I don't know about that, Chief. <laughs> Damn. Uh, um, I'm trying to see if there's any main information here about. Charlie's Angels. Um, oh, there was something that I found that I wanted to mention. Um, so we were talking about how we didn't know the release date of this. Um, I'm looking at the oh-so-reliable Wikipedia page here. Um, and it has said that it was going to be released on November 1st, but it was pushed back because it wanted to avoid competition with Terminator. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sure. as if that was going to help anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, better safe um, than sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, but well, right can I now, just shout out my least favorite part of this movie? Can you please? The montage in the beginning was just like the <gasps> oh young my God. women. That is just being girls <laughs> doing their thing. That is, I don't want to overreact, but okay. <laughs> No, so, you, you know, you know, I think I should tell the listeners that I watched the film through a camera because I missed the screening. So this camera had lots of ads for like casinos and stuff <laughs> because it's a camera. And I thought, I swear to God, that that scene, that montage was an ad. For some random Russian thing. And then I realized that it was not. And it might be one of the worst scenes of the decade. It's awful. And like fully, you know, 
leading up to the movie coming out, Allie and I, and I think everyone else, was worried that this was just going to be, like, super bullshit, like, Elizabeth Banks feminism, which, like, it is, but, like... It is, yeah. It is, For yeah. sure. But, you know, like, to a very, like, obscene extent. And that scene ha- being so, like, immediately in the beginning was a bad precedent. And I'm like, oh, is this going to be the whole thing? Yeah. Is if you just took that out, there's a lot of other problems for sure. But like that is just like so unnecessary. Yeah, that just sets you up for disappointment. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it was definitely just like a slap in the face of like, whoa, where is this going? Yeah, young women, girls can do anything. Did you know that? Ugh. Oh yeah, girls? and that being like opening thing, I think women can do anything. <sighs> yeah i'm tired yeah. <laughs> like i want to get out <laughs> how did you feel about the end credits like with all the little cameos i thought it was fun i yeah. thought it was kind of weird i mean i guess i don't know I, I guess i was expecting more of that in the actual movie like more fun training stuff especially since like a lot of like we you definitely had like a person that was new to the angel universe or whatever Mm -hmm. but there wasn't like a lot of that fun training montage kind of stuff that was just yeah i would actually love to see that right right but having it all at the end was just kind of like oh why where that was fun i guess we could have done that (laughs) but let's just do with celebrities that we know kind of yeah i i was definitely surprised to see i mean i guess i wasn't surprised to see Haley steinfeld because like Pitch Perfect, right? Sure. Um, it was cool to see um, Allie Reisman, because gymnast, cool, sports. Um, <laughs> love sports. <laughs> love sports. I, I love sports. Um, <laughs> thank uh, you. Laverne Cox, too, looks so Laverne good Cox in this was movie. was very good to see. So good. She's so good. And then, I guess this is where, like, the whole Elizabeth thinks white feminism really came through, because it's like, Ronda Rousey and Danica Patrick's like, whoa, like, I guess, like, I don't know. They, I know that they are supposed to be like pioneers in like what they do, but also it's like, okay, it's just that, I don't know. I, again, I thought that was more like what was going to be happening in the film itself. Sure, right. Yeah, so, I feel like I, if you're going to have a person who is not an agent and just came in, I think everyone loves a good training scene. Yeah, for sure. Rocky climbing up the stairs. Shit. Exactly. Give me some fun amp music. I want it. Right. I don't know. It's always cliche, but I always love that part so yeah, much. Yeah, but like in a, you know, the this whole film is a cliche and the whole like, exactly. category it exists within is a cliche. If you're gonna do a lean into the bit, let's just have fun. Exactly. Let's have a great time. Just yeah, which is like when I think about like 2000s movies, I'm like, this is so cliche, but it is so fun. Yeah. So, which is yeah, exactly. something that I didn't get a lot from this film. <laughs> right. No. I think. Also, like, I feel like the case that they had to solve was like done too seriously. Does that make sense? Hmm. I agree with that. I mean, they were talking about weaponizing fancy magnets, so. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you just need, like, 
Demi Moore to be like, I'm not good, I'm great, and jump off a building. And right. and that's the plot. <laughs> that's the movie. There it is. Right. Yeah, that's cinema, babe. That's it. That is cinema. <laughs> yeah. Whereas with Elizabeth Banks, it was like, you know, stealing charity money and <laughs> finding a way to bring in seven generation diapers. It's like, sure, everything's got to be serious. And not one, so. but two Shyamalan twists. Who's the villain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, break your neck by thinking which one is which. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It do be like that. I also, I found it weird that uh, Drew Barrymore was on the, like, production team, but no one from McGee was in this at all for a cameo. Yeah. I think that would be really nice to have a scene of one of them just being like, Hey, angels at the grocery store or something. I don't know, man. I just want to see Lucy Lou again. Yeah. Listen, we got those great photoshopped photos in the beginning with like That's true. Patrick Stewart <laughs> as Buzzley in the old <laughs> yeah. 2000s ones. That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. It just felt like it's weird that they are, one of them is like included in the behind the scenes, but right. they can't be bothered to be in this at all yeah it just made me wonder like what's going on there i guess very interesting any final thoughts about the movie what would you change what did you what did you like anything like that i just want to say my twitter prophecy was true and uh i am a prophet (laughs) that's fair that's all i'm gonna say about that yeah yeah you know it's fun. It's a fun time. It is. You see people be hot. You see people you love do some stunts. And it's yeah. fun. It's a fun time. It's fun. And sometimes that's just all you need. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I could have done without Noah a centimeter or whatever <laughs> his name is. Centimeter. Um, <laughs> yeah, why is he yeah. there? I don't know. I thought he was going to be there a lot longer, so him only being there for, like, a blip, I was very grateful for. Because the trailer had me worried. Had me worried. Yeah, but he was, thankfully, just just in a closet and then in a (laughs) box office, so it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all right. Um, Great. Well, thanks, Charlie's Angels, for being uh, just fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just fine. That's all I could have well, asked for. Thank you for gay yeah. Kristen Stewart. Thank Truly. you. Truly. Thank you. For just being fine. Um, next week we get to return to our vampire roots. Oh, yeah, we're um, back, baby. Yeah, we are watching Vampire Suck. Woo! Um, oh my god, what's that? I, it is, oh, oh. Oh, um, <laughs> vampires suck i'm so glad that you asked <laughs> it is a parody movie about the twilight franchise oh no um, yeah like it came so, out during like the the hype of twilight like around the same exact time fully yep. like shitting on it and parodying it and stuff it's yep. a ride. I haven't seen it, I don't think, since it came out. So, I'll be yeah, same. Watch. Yeah, it came out, like, in 2010. Yeah. Um, and they're, like, Edward and Jacob are still the same, but the character, like, 
it's not Bella, it's Becca. <laughs> so there are some weird things that are different. <laughs> so it's very interesting. Yeah. Oh, what so they've excited. changed. So very interesting. Um, we have some patrons Hell to yeah, thank. And a, a fantastic listicle to thank them with here. <laughs> Um, this listicle is from Screen Rant, the one, the only. Um, and it is the ultimate gift guide for fans of Twilight. Yep. So cursed. (laughs) It's so, it's so bad. So, you know, shopping for the holidays. We got you. We got you covered. Don't even worry. I'm getting all of these for you, Cody. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) All of them. Oh, no. Um, okay, so our first patron is Rachel Gray. Boop, boop, boop. And Rachel, uh, thank you. Um, Rachel, you are going to be the most, the most nostalgic one on here. Number five, seen it, Twilight Deluxe Edition. Oh, yes. I've seen this in maybe every thrift store I've ever been in since yep. 2010. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Shout out Janae Jasper. Woo woo. Who's going to be number four. Legend. Bella Breaking Dawn Part 2 Barbie doll. <laughs> oh my god. She's got a sick leather jacket. Oh yeah. A nice smoky eye moment. And a, like oh. the most amount of hair I've ever seen on a Barbie doll maybe in my life. A more realistic wig. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> All right, shout out to Kelly Beck. Hell yeah. Yeah, girl. Who's going to be <laughs> number seven of <laughs> uh, Twilight Edward and Bella action figures. Okay, this is my favorite. So, like, <laughs> Kelly, was it Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Kelly, you got, like, the best one, girl. Can we talk about haunting Edward's face? <laughs> Why is he so mad? <laughs> Why is that car so mad? <laughs> Edward looks like he's constipated. Like he's yeah, it's <laughs> rough. It's rough. And Bella looks like she just farted, but she pooped instead. And she's like, "Oh God!" Like oh I God. think this is this works perfectly. Like Bella just farted, and Edward can hundred percent smell it, and like that's his face. <laughs> Yep. Which reminds me the old question, can Edward tell when Bella is on, on her period? But like Absolutely. Oh duh. Right? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay, shout out Sophia Salinger. Yes, Woo-hoo! Queen. Who's gonna be number three, the immortal Twilight perfume. <laughs> oh my god. It's wow. Is this still Sink like? Curse. Do they still sell this? Because Listen, I might low key buy Amazon it. Link. Yep, you can buy. It's twenty bucks. You can if you want it. It's on Amazon. Oh can my you god! Read they the also notes have of this, please. Okay, if you guys go into the Amazon link, they uh-huh. they have like frequently both together thing, and there oh, is a no. Twilight <laughs> penultimate gift package that includes like K uh like keychains and socks and stuff like that and i'm sorry for interrupting this is just so good and there is a bella engagement ring replica for 12 dollars. i'm gonna buy this replica ring just real quick (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't even worry. Sorry, gone. All right. No, it was perfect. Very perfect. No, it's segue. fine. All right. Um, shout out to Aaron Salinger. Yay! Who's going to be number two, the absolutely infamous Twilight graphic novel. Oh, Wait, what? Oh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the space. The Twilight graphic novel set. Um, the haunting graphic novel set. Is this... The, can Okay, I am definitely adding this to my Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep, they're they are something, that's for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Taylor Brown, Town Lautner. Woo! Woo! Gonna be the Twilight tenth anniversary poster. Of course. It's so pretty. One could say that, sure. <laughs> K Stu just looks so young. I mean, she also is <laughs> I mean she's so young. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This is part of that like ten year anniversary. They just redid all the covers and stuff, which are haunting. But you know, it's cool to just have that maybe in a frame up in your room. Why not? Happy sure. Holidays. Just put that up in my classroom real quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine you go into like you just randomly meet someone at the bar. You go to their house and they have this on their bedroom. Like, are you gonna tell me you wouldn't fuck them? Like, come on. Let's not Be lie with here. Ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Just in your doctor's office. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And shout out to Katie Weber. Pew, 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 pew. Who's going to be number one. <laughs> the New Moon Colon Crest Replica Jewelry Set. Oh, my God. <laughs> so extra. <laughs> it's so much. Why is it, it packaged like that? <laughs> because it's only one of 3,000. Oh, limited edition which is why it's two hundred dollars (laughs) and it's only one in there's only one in stock that's why that's it wow all right so we are now to your fan fiction (laughs) i'm so excited okay so i chose a fic called sharing bella which was recommended by a friend Oh. Yeah, it was published in 2009. This is, I think, the first chapter, like, epilogue. And it starts with, this is my first fanfic, so be good to me, lol. Reviewers are loved. A classic. We love this writer. Okay, here we go. This is from Edward's point of view. <clears throat> Bella and I have been dating for two years, and even though we shared the same bed, we never went that far. We met at a club that my good friend Jasper owned. Bella and I had instant chemistry. But as the years rolled, okay, so they haven't fucked in years, years rolled, I realized that I was in love with not only Bella, but Jasper as well. Bella, love. She was snuggled up against me in her big white bed. They have a bed, they share a bed, but they're just not having sex. Hmm, yeah, baby. God, her voice was so sexy. I need to talk to you about something. Immediately, she shut up in the bed. Edward, what's wrong? Well, Bella, I'm gay. (laughs) Sorry. 
<laughs> the look on her face, I'm just gonna read the first chapter, it's really short. The look on her face surprised me. She didn't look happy or mad, which is, you know, the two emotions. <laughs> I don't understand. You don't love me anymore? You love a guy? No, I love you and a guy. This was going to be totally complicated. That's not possible, Edward, unless you're bi. I am. So who's this guy? Jasper. Your best friend? I thought she was going to walk out on me any second. Yeah. Does he know you're bi? Sorry, not you are. You're. Does he know you're bi? <laughs> yeah, I told him. And I told him I still want to be with you, though, too. Be with you, though, too. Please. In other words, we want to share you, Bells. But what, honey? So you're saying your be with Jasper, he knows this, and that the two of you want to share me? Like, I'll have two boyfriends? I had to... So it goes on and on. <laughs> but... Wow. So this fic has... It has 21 chapters in total. And oh my God. it's about Bella, Jasper, and Edward uh, having a polyamorous relationship. And okay, 2009. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. So wow. I haven't read the whole thing. So I don't know if they, like, three of them end up together or if Edward has to choose at the end. But oh. the first chapter, as you heard, is really, really promising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Oh, my God. It is called... Wow. Wait, I should share the name so like people can go and read it it's called sharing bella by love me cullen it's on fanfiction.net and yeah it has twenty six thousand words that's it amazing wow okay that's well thank you for sharing before we head out where can people find you on the internet what are you doing oh i'm doing uh okay they can find me on twitter at Albert Delara, which is E L B I R and Delara. Just, yeah, they can find me if they really want to. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. And perfect. Awesome. Anything else that you want to plug? Um, oh, I write for Macho Day about cinema. <laughs> Hell yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, I'm editor-in-chief, <laughs> not to brag, but... <laughs> running shit, I'm... queen shit. <laughs> exactly, I'm running some queen shit, so check the website out, and... It's great. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool, uh, it's neat, and yeah, thanks for listening, and thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic, oh, awesome. Treat. Well, That's so good. Uh, well, as we say here in Seattle, get bit and get whipped. Woo! Woo! This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight Show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Host 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss. You can find at Eli Sauerkraus and Krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith. You can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ali on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse
You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.